Hello listeners, this is Lee Price. This is Will Ford from Football365. And you're listening, smartly, to At, At The, the Bridge, Bridge Pod, Pod, a Chelsea, Chelsea FC podcast. podcast, although I would describe it as THE Chelsea FC Podcast. What's up everyone, you're listening to At The Bridge Pod, a Chelsea FC podcast, your number one source for all things Chelsea. This episode, London remains blue as Chelsea showcased the true meaning behind a game of two halves. Thiago Silva proves age is just a number and Chelsea go top of the table. Now here are your hosts, Mikey Berth and Chris. Welcome back everyone to another episode of At The Bridge Pod. I'm your host Mikey and today I'm joined by just Berth, but that is completely fine. Uh, how are you doing, Berth? We didn't have you on the the debut of the uh, review episodes last week, so welcome. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. Um, it feels weird recording on a Monday, I must admit, but um, you know, I'm happy to be uh, on the let's say the side podcast, shall we say, the side show. The side show. I'm. I'm, uh, I'm happy to be here. It's a bit disappointing that we haven't got our other partner in crime, in Chris, but you know what? He'll be back on Friday to be recording. So you know, I'm looking forward to this podcast. Let's get into it. Yeah, I mean, I'm on the football side of things. It was good. It was a good weekend. Uh, outstanding, of course. We'll get onto that. On the NFL side of things, because I kind of feel like it's an ongoing meme and a joke about myself, but Seahawks blew a 24-9 to half-time lead, as the uh, listeners from America will know. So, yeah, I'm very salty about that. You know, we're known for our defence. You obviously are not an NFL huge fan like I am, but uh, that's how we won a Super Bowl. And, uh, yeah, we blew. <laughs> we were horrible defensively. I, I just, oh no, no, there were so many memes and uh, it, I don't want to overreact. It's only game two, but oh, 24 to 9 is painful. You, you'll still score loads of goals next game, is see, what I think see, will happen. See, see what he's doing, listeners. He's trying, <laughs> he's doing well. But with that, with the intros out of the way, obviously, you know, listeners, this is our weekend with you episode. Um, the At the Bridge pod team, so two of us, but we're ready to break down yet another Chelsea Premier League game. And this time, we took on Spurs. And that's Rudiger, and they've got three. And it's Tony Rudiger who runs to the Chelsea fans in that far corner. Your Manchester City, Manchester United, Liverpool, any other team that's got aspirations to win this title, fancy your chances if you finish above this Chelsea team because they look really, really good. Spurs nil, Chelsea three. Three. I mean, you already know, listeners, that London is blue, it remains blue. Two London derbies this season, six out of six for points on the board. Chelsea are top of the league. I don't know how we are top of the league, whether it's alphabetical or something else, because it's oh yeah. But break it down, Berth. What what are your thoughts? Um, I mean the first half I was worried. I was really worried in the first half. That's an half. understatement. It was I mean, so I bad. Thought, I thought the way Spurs set out with three up against three defenders, I thought it was really working. He was getting overloaded in midfield. Um Mountain Havertz were largely ineffective. We couldn't get Lukaku into the game. Mm. Um, and Spurs were the better team. They didn't really create many clear-cut chances. Um, so we did defend really well in that first half still, which, again, is a massive plus for this Tuckle side. Whenever we aren't playing well, we're not conceding. I think that's a big, big plus. And that will, if we were to go on and win the league, I think that is a key factor of it. Um, yeah. But then the second half, I mean, we've talked before about how good Tuckle is at changing the game and in his in-game management. Yesterday, uh, Sunday proved how... Incredibly, really, isn't he? He has to be considered one of the world's best at bat at the moment. Because I feel that, look, everyone loves Mason Mount. Mm -hmm. I am a massive fan of Mason Mount. Look, let's be honest, past couple of games, he's been largely ineffective. Against Spurs, he was largely ineffective, didn't really do much. He gave away the ball, was quite sloppy. Um, 
and it weren't working for two midfield in competition with Jorginho. Not saying I was playing badly, but we was getting overrun uh, and something needed to happen. Took all, took a risk and brought Mount off and brought Kante on. And you thought, OK, he's getting more defensive. Or was that the totally opposite of what happened? We then controlled the game. We was in Spurs' faces. Our pressing was better. Um, Havertz got into the game more. Our wing-backs got into the game more. And then obviously we dominated for like the first 10, 15 minutes, got a couple of goals. And that was it then. We just we just brushed Spurs aside. It was men against boys in that second half. And a lot of that has to go down uh, and give credit to uh, Tom Stuckle. Yeah, 100%. I mean, to come through that first half the way we did, I mean, we did not play well at all. Let's not no, underestimate. No, we didn't. I was surprised against... I mean, this was a decent Spurs side. I mean, no, no, I know they lost to Palace quite heavily, but they were down 10 men and obviously all sorts of other things when they conceded the next two. Um, but... And you've got to remember as well, it's a London derby. It's at Tottenham. You know, that atmosphere, it, that's one thing to deal with. And I was really worried because I thought this team is going to get at us. I can easily see it. I, I, we need, something's got to change at half-time. Something has to change. And that second-half performance, I know this might sound knee-jerk and a bit biased being Chelsea fans, but it was world-class. Absolutely was. world-class. Yeah, was, I mean, yeah. we didn't give them a sniff. And honestly, we, you sh- we should have won by a bigger scoreline. Um, yeah. the, the tactics, obviously, bringing Kante on for Mount at half-time was genius by Tuchel, and we controlled the midfield so much better. Um, you know, Tuchel, he's, he's, in my book, he's a world-class manager, especially now because, obviously, the Champions League as well and his resume. Uh, you know, he will make changes if something's not working. You know, he's not going to wait until the last 15 minutes to do it. He will do it at half-time so we get 45 minutes to win the match. He has shown that... Because a lot of managers nowadays, I feel... They let a player, if they've not had a great first half, they let them have 10 to 15 minutes in the second to fill the second half, see if they can play themselves into the game. And that's all well and good, and I totally understand the principle behind it. But if they're poor for that 15 minutes and you think they're not going to change it and you're going to be in the same position you were for the first 45, you have to be harsh. You have to be, maybe not harsh, but clinical, decisive. Ruthless. Yes, and, is the word. And, and he, he he was, and you know he did it with Saul, you know. And he's he still put on a doy. He's the yeah, put on a doy. Yeah. He brought him on and, and then took him back off. So and it was absolutely blind of a decision, a hundred percent vindicated. And Kante got deflected, but he scored a goal. Good for him. <laughs> you, you know what though, with Kante, he needs he needs a celebration. Um, yeah, he does we all him. love him to bits. I just for like whenever he never scores, I would just love for him to just go wild, like just do a go. knee slide. Even just a fist pump. He's like, a bit like air. a goal. He's just, a, like a goalkeeper, isn't he? When they score, they're like, oh. It, um, it, it actually, yeah, he actually, he actually looks. He looks embarrassed when he scores, <laughs> yes, and it's like, yes. oh, you just scored in a London derby. Oh, so, yeah, but we it, love him. Yeah, it's like when he when he won a trophy like the World Cup, and he's like, no, oh, I don't, you know, like, yeah. you, you've earned this. You're part of yeah, this you, key team. Go hold on, the enjoy cup, the moment. Hold the cup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, talking of the defensive side, Thiago Silva. Oh wow, completely, utterly. Bloody outstanding. Wow. Age is just a number with this guy. It, it was an unbelievable performance. I, I don't know what else to say. I'm going to miss him when he does hang up his boots or when, when he does decide to say, leave the club. Maybe he returns to Brazil next season. Who knows? Uh, Lukaku and Alonso were very good as well in that second half. Um, yeah, we, we outclassed them on the pitch in that second half and outsmarted them off it. And it was, yeah. it was lovely. It, it really was. Uh, other than... Other than Silva, Rudiger. Rudiger, I will say it and listeners will say, thank you for saying it. You keep tweeting it, but 
pay that man his money. Pay him. You know, you cannot fault him for that game. It, he ended it with a goal, deserved. He was, oh, chef's kiss. He was amazing. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I think you could probably give a chef's kiss to all of the, the defence. And you know what? Even Kepper, I thought Kepper actually had a really oh, good yeah. game. Tough game. You know, he had a few moments where like, that he looked like they could have gone one-on-one with him. But he, he dealt with the ball really well. Um, his catching distribution was very, very good. So I think he handled that really, really good. Because it's not an easy game to just come into, especially with how much pressure is always on him. Um, but as for, I've just mentioned Thiago Silva. Um, how is he 37 in like a couple it's of weeks' mad. time? It's mad. Um, it's he is like he, he reminds me so much of how John Terry used to be. Not the quickest. I mean, he was quick back in the day, but now he, because of his age, he's at the quickest. But I've not seen a defender read the ball and read the game as well as him since John Terry. He's fantastic. I mean, his goal was really good, but other than that, he, he stopped Son, he stopped Kane. And, you know, his passing was tremendous as well. I mean, Alonso almost got a goal from, I think it's like a 50-yard pass from Thiago Silva. And, you know, this guy is, yeah. I actually think in the overall context of football and world football, I think he's severely underrated because I don't think anyone's ever considered him better than Ramos and better than Van Dijk. And, you know, Van Dijk is better than him, you know, Ramos Chicago is better than him. But I actually think he should be in contention as one of the best defenders in the past 10, 15 years without question because he's, He's phenomenal, and he, he could keep going for another couple of years the way he's going. Yeah, he did amazing at Milan. He did outstanding at PSG, and he's only been with us a season and a bit. And, you know, apart from West Brom, wow, what a player. I mean, mm, he yeah. turns 37, like you said, in literally two days. It's this Wednesday. Oh, is it two days? Right, OK, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't have believed it. It's like Zlatan. No. Zlatan's approaching 40, and that guy, they're, they're, both of them are just, you know, that class from Milan and PSG, obviously, they play together. It's the mentality as well, though. I mean, you look at Ronaldo and you look at Zlatan and you look at Thiago Silva. They, they could genuinely keep playing and keep playing. And they're, like, they're machines. It's not yeah. like how it was 20 years ago where you sort of got 35, 36 and the player is a tire. Mm. Guys these days and, and sports and athletes are just built differently. And yeah. it just seems like they're, they're almost robots. They're just, they can't be stopped almost. No. And their fitness is ridiculous and their discipline is ridiculous. And, you know, credit to them. I mean, one thing I will say... Um... The Kepa situation, clean sheet. You know, social media was going mad when it was confirmed he would start because Mendy had a, a slight knock. You know, and also I think it went completely mad that Son was starting. I, I mean, I said this then and I said now, I've got to kind of break these into a few tweets, but did it matter? Did it matter that Son was started? Did it matter that Harry Kane started? No, it, it didn't. I mean, we. I don't know I don't know why we get a bit where we, we want it a bit easier. I understand that principle. We're the champions of Europe for a reason. We didn't glide through that tournament. We beat Atletico, La Liga champions. We beat Real Madrid, the previous La Liga champions. Um, we swatted aside the champions of England in Manchester City. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't yeah, have exactly. it. You know, we deserved our trophy and everyone played a key role in that, that trophy triumph. We shouldn't be worried because, oh, Hyungmin Sunstein, top player, amazing difference maker for Spurs, but we shouldn't be wary of them. And the Kepa thing, I tweeted out and said that I had 100% faith in him. Um, I, stand, I stood by it. And I even said, save the tweet, Chelsea will beat Spurs. That's correct. Kepa will have a decent game. He did. And Havertz to score. Yeah, two out of three. But just chill. Kepa isn't the same Kepa from a couple of seasons ago. Okay, he's not, maybe not world-class. So he's not he, Mendy, is he? Let's be honest. He's not. Mendy is a different calibre of player at the moment. You know, he cal well, He's the UEFA player of the season. 
player of the year, whichever the award is. But Kepper is still a solid goalkeeper and he's done yeah. better under Tuckle than he did under Lampard and Sarri, I guess. He's done, he's earned his place and clearly he's shown it. You know, he, he clearly has. And for yeah. that, I'm yeah. glad to see it. One player that was missing, um, Ben Chilwell. He'll get game time, that's for sure. I don't know when, but he will. But Marcus Alonso, he's playing on legendary difficulty right now whilst we're all playing on amateur. You know, what a game from him yet again. Are you being yeah, surprised I'm, by him? Yeah, I, I really have, actually. I mean, I, I think, especially considering Chilwell looked to be um, the, the starter last season, obviously, he started last 10, 15 games, whatever, for Tuchel. Um, then this year, Alonso's come in and you can't drop someone really when they're just playing really, really well. And I think you could argue this is almost Alonso's best form that he's ever had at Chelsea. Um, I thought he was superb against Tottenham. Um, he could have got had a goal as well. He was unlucky. Um, but he's, yeah, Alonso has never been doubted as a wing-back. We've all said that on this podcast. Mm. As a wing-back, he's one of the best in the world and has been for a while now. Yes, he's not the quickest. And as a left-back, there are definite doubts and Ben Chilwell is much better. But at the moment, on current form, Alonso is is playing really, really well. He's playing out of his skin. Um, and you have to say that if Chilwell was to start over Alonso, you'd actually feel quite bad for Alonso because I don't think it would be very fair on, on Marcus because he, he has played really, really well, not put a foot wrong. So it, it, it's one of them. Obviously, Chilwell, I expect Chilwell to play against Villa on Wednesday. Yes, um, yeah, for sure. At the minute, you, you just can't drop Alonso. No, I mean, it would be extremely harsh and just unfair. I mean, he's, he's in form. You know, many fans thought that he'd be out the door this summer. And I was probably one of them, assuming that he'd probably go, realistically. Mm. I, I'm glad he didn't. I, I'd say he's yeah. now, is he better now than when he was under Conte? I would argue yes. I mean, just by the eyesight test. Statistically, well, I can't say yes well, or no. Here's a question. Looked, but... It is a question. Is it that he's better under Conte or better under a manager? Or is it better because there's different players around him that just benefit him that, more. Exactly. That is isn't a very strong point to make. So it's, prob- it's probably a bit it's of a both difficult as well. one. Yeah, it's a difficult one, yeah. Um yeah, I think Chilwell will definitely start against Villa because he's yeah. a better defender than a wing back, but the system that Tuckle plays at the moment, Alonso fits perfectly and he's showing his talent. It, I yeah. think the only one who had a bad game that entire game was High was Kai Havertz. He, he, it was an unlucky one for him. It, it really was, but Yeah, I think I think him and Mount I think either of them probably could have gone mm, off at half time. Yeah. Um, I just, it's a difficult one, really. They're not, Chris has mentioned it loads of times, but they're not really creating much at the moment. I don't think they are, I don't think their best um, skills are creating. So I think when they're both on the pitch, I think we do lack that creativity a tiny bit. They're both yeah. fabulous players and both incredible players, but I think they're just slightly different. Um, I think they're both very similar to themselves, really. I, I think when you, you say if you had Pulisic or, or when Werner came on, it's just that extra bit of spark that will be different to Havertz. He's got that pace. He's got that directness. Uh, Mount always comes to the ball. Havertz always comes to the ball. Timo doesn't. Uh, Pulisic doesn't. So I, I think that's where sometimes it looks like we're lacking creativity uh, because I think they're both very, very similar. And they're both... It's difficult. I think Havertz is a really good false number nine. And Mount's a really good number eight, but I think when they're both number tens, I think it almost sort of cancels each other out, and they're just not that creative. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, I, I do understand. Um, Obviously, one... they'll still get loads of assists, by the way, but it's oh, like, of course. yeah, yeah, of you course they will. Mason Mount's a top class player, and he's gonna have yeah, better games are. than that. Yeah, just one of those, are, yeah. just one of them games. Like Sal, I have full faith he will 
adapt to that. He'll probably play against Villa as well. Um, yeah. One player that we keep talking about, Mister doesn't put a foot wrong. Uh, we'll probably have more about this on come when we do our main show on Saturday. But uh, Christensen looks like he will be his deal, his new deal's done, and there's going to be an, a, an announcement soon. That's according to the Sun. It's an exclusive from uh, Duncan Wright. So fingers crossed that's that's accurate. I have no reason to doubt Duncan. So fingers mm. crossed that that gets announced. Um, yeah. I had a I had a tweet out about what the fans had to say on the game. Uh, Becky Sansom, she said that Thiago Silva's amazing performance was one to stand as a standout, and obviously how good of a decision it was to replace Mount with Kante. I think we both agree. <laughs> I mean, we, yeah, we pushed about definitely. both of those. Yeah. Uh, Sixers player, I really like this opinion as well. He put Werner needs to be starting until Havertz and Mount can prove themselves capable of playing behind Lukaku. He goes on to say it's been an ongoing issue and Lukaku has been starved of quality ball. Werner linked really well with Lukaku in only a limited time. I actually agree, and I was quite surprised to see Vernon not start that game. What, what do you think yeah. on that? I mean, I I said um, on the last podcast that I thought Vernon should have started because he would just stretch the game and he's a bit different to Mount and Havertz. It's that pace as well, isn't it? Where you yeah, can get I mean, behind that defence. And it, it did show when sort of he, he came, <coughs> excuse me, when he came on in the second half that it did stretch Tottenham a lot more and did get a lot more chances. And we should have had a couple. I mean, Vernon himself could have had a couple of goals. Kovacic could have had a couple of goals. Mm. Um, so he does. Like I said, he adds that different element to Havertz and Mount. And when Havertz and Mount both play, I think it's just too much of the same thing. And they just, they both want to come to the ball. They both want to sort of get in those pockets of space. And I think sometimes it does just cancel each other out. Yeah. Um, sometimes, so obviously, sometimes it does work, but sometimes it doesn't. It just didn't against Spurs. And I think it was crying out for a Werner. I actually think if Pulisic was fit, I think he would have played um, instead of Mount or, or Havertz. But obviously, he wasn't, so he didn't. But yeah, I mean, the Werner Lukaku thing, it looked very promising at the weekend, and it's definitely something that I think we should look at going forward. Yeah, I mean, Werner, he came on minute 70, I think, roughly. Uh, he got an assist. So, yeah, yeah. there you go. Straight yeah. away, he contributed. And, yeah, he's not, at the moment, the player that we assumed he would be coming from Leipzig, but he's contributing. At the end of the day, he's contributing. That's yeah, what exactly. matters. If he was doing nothing, then, you know, <laughs> you'd be more... Good. Oh, we'd love him to score goals, and I'm sure he yeah. will, but he's contributing, and that's what's key. But at the end of the day, now, the pressure's almost off of him because we've got that strike that will score 25, 30 goals. The pressure's almost off Timo Werner now. No one's expecting him to score mm. as many goals as Lukaku. No one's expecting him to score 20 goals. So if he does go on a good run now, I mean, no one would expect it. It would be only good for his confidence and only good for Chelsea. Yeah. And it would just be another element, another dynamic to add to our game. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I'm looking forward to the Villa game. I don't know whether our squad... Will, I'd like to see Bettinelli get a game. Uh, I guess yeah, that will yeah. sort of say how serious Eduard Mendy's injury is. Hopefully it's nothing too serious. League Cup, though, that's obviously... Manchester City have already won this year's League Cup because they always do. Uh, I, I can't imagine it'll be a strong, strong team. Villa will probably take it more seriously because, you know, it's a, it's a trophy and they're less likely to be challenging for silverware in the Premier League. So, mm. you know... It's not a huge... I don't think... I think if, say, this season we ended with a League Cup, I don't think the owners and the board would be going, successful season, Chelsea, mm. we're on top. No, it's one of them trophies. If we get knocked out, we're all gutted and frustrated and a bit, you know, upset. But if we go through, it's like shrug, you know, eh, it's not on our priority list. It's yeah. just one of them. Yeah. We're, that's what it is when you're a top team like we are. You know, Premier Leagues and Champions Leagues are what you want. Sadly, domestic cup competitions fall by the wayside. 
I love us to lift an FA Cup. I mean, we've been to so many finals recently, it feels like, and we just haven't lifted that trophy. It's like we really need to stop this Wembley curse almost. Considering it was our hunting ground under Drogba as well. So Yeah, yeah. That does yeah. need to change. But I think, you know, Tuchel and the team have got a different no, but that Champions League, I think we've got a different mentality in Barnes. Yeah, of course. So we, we broke that sort of uh, that barrier now. So I yeah. think this team will go on and win loads of trophies, essentially this yeah. season as well. 100%. And with that, we've come to the end of another episode of At The Bridge Pod. As always, listeners, you can find us on Twitter if you do not already follow us. So please give us a follow. And you can find us by searching for At, at The Bridge Pod. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then leaving us a five-star review. It really helps us out. And we will catch up with you all on Saturday. And so till then, that is us signing off.